podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's got to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gunas podcast. My name's Lewis. I'm joined by Sean again. Sean, it's just me and you, man. What's going on? We're just keeping this podcast afloat. Every, every, everyone else is slacking, mate, honestly. Yeah, it's because there's, no, there's no football, man. Yeah, every, do you know what? It's just throwing us all off, man. We're supposed to be playing every three days. Isn't it? Um, Isn't yeah, it? You know. That's just not what I signed up for, man. <laughs> we came into uh, this period like, like, oh man, how are we gonna do with all these games? Like, we get <laughs> midfield crisis. Douglas Louise, we haven't signed him. Literally, like three weeks ago, we two weeks ago we played like one game, and um, Partey's back in training. Crisis averted, right? Yeah. To be fair, like, because it was looking like October would be peak. Uh, yeah. But obviously. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, we've got a game this weekend and then it's the international break. And then obviously after that next game back is literally 1st of October, North London derby. So, uh, so yeah, man, let's see. Hopefully, obviously, we can win this weekend. Um, clean bill of health for, you know, the internationals and we can come back and slap Spurs. Sure, sure. Well, um, let's talk about Brentford then because um, that is our next game. We're supposed to play PSV tomorrow for some reason that's you know i mean the authorities have said that that game can't go ahead so um it will be do, do you have a day for when oh we got we got dr lee joining us as well let me add dr lee dr lee how you doing mate all good man all good how are you guys uh, yeah yeah all good all good we're just uh, about to talk about uh the brentford uh the uh the brentford the upcoming brentford game don't mind me don't mind me you carry on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, obviously we. When is the PSV game being rescheduled for showing you? I think you. Told I, think me it's, I think is it the twentieth of October. Uh, I can't remember. I is that to also going to be on like a day. Thursday, right? Uh, I need to double or check. It, like it was. It was. It was, the, it was. It's a midweek game. It was the day we were supposed to play Man City. So there wasn't supposed to be any European football. So uh, we're going to well, be the only probably. team playing it midweek in that like in yeah. a European game. Basically, basically, because of what's right. happened. So, so yeah. Boy, these monarchs, eh? These monarchs. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, a podcast for another day, maybe. A podcast for another day. Um, but, yeah, let's look ahead to Brentford. Um, trying to think of uh, how Brentford have started this season. I, I know they I know yeah, they gave they, someone been... a good thump in, right? They, um, United. United. It was United they've given a good thump into. They they beat someone 5 2 the other day, didn't they? It was. Um, was it I can't remember. Leeds. Was it was Leeds. Yeah, was yeah, Leeds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they've had yeah. a bit of an indifferent start because they won that game against Man United. Like, was that first game of the season or second game of the season? Second, yeah. Yeah. And then they didn't win for like three games. And then obviously they beat um, they beat Leeds. Uh, but yeah, they're a bit. They're, Brentford are like one of those teams, really. They can, they can be really, really good. To be day. fair, they've they've only lost once. They've uh, they lost won to Fulham. Yeah, they've won yeah. two, drawn three, lost one. So, I mean, uh, I I, think, I mean I for think, Brentford, that's really good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. You know, can bearing in mind whatever their relative spend is compared to loads of other teams in the Prem, 
Um, Thomas Frank, I think he's, he's done a really good job there, to be fair. Mate, um, it's kind of... It's, is it's, don't you think it's kind of surprising that he's really under the radar as a Premier League coach? Like, you never get him, him linked to, like, bigger jobs think, or anything think, like that. I think he's done really well. And nobody actually speaks about him, to be fair. Nobody speaks about him. Nobody speaks about Brentford generally. It's you true. Know? And Brentford came up. They didn't spend hella money. Why do you think that is? Because, uh, like, for my just... money, Frank Thomas Frank should have been, like, manager of the year last year. When you think about yeah. achievements compared to, you know... What people yeah. thought we would happen when we did that preview podcast at the at the start of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when Brentford tumped us at um, at their gaff at Griffin Park, we we all literally looked at Brentford's team and said, "Right, don't know any of their players, hundred percent going down." And they survived comfortably. Like <laughs> I know it was it was very very comfy as well. Like, it was you know so what? comfy. It, I feel like they're just not a very sexy team. Like mm. I can't lie. Like I don't wake up in the morning and you know just think, oh, looking forward to watching Brentford this weekend. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe that's a bit harsh because I did in the Championship actually. I actually quite enjoyed watching Brentford, yeah. especially when they had like Ben Rama there as well, and they had like Ollie Watkins as well. Um, and funnily enough, that's when they didn't come up. But um, yeah. you know, obviously, then you had Ivan Tony who set the championship record, which was then broken by Mitrovic. But um, he's probably the standout guy. And you know, I have to be totally honest and hold my hands up. I didn't like. I you know, I, I watched him last season. I thought, oh, he's okay. You know, like he's not not blown away. But I'm gonna be honest. I'm holding my hands up, and I'm starting to see a lot more quality from him. You know, like generally, like I thought, uh, he can get goals, but I'm not sure about his overall play. But right. I saw him against Leeds, and I was. Some of the stuff I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this this guy's actually got quality, like yeah. general like, actual quality. It's not just a case of, you know, he's a goal scorer. He can, you know, technically he's very, very nice with the ball at his feet. So, um, yeah, fair play, man. The, uh, was it Dan Coogs who got uh, absolutely massacred in the group because he said he would take <laughs> Ivan Tony as like a number two striker? Absolutely crucified. Yeah, has anyone do. come round to Dr. Lee? What about you? You come round to Ivan Tony? The, the <laughs> no, idea of not Ivan Tony, not at all, man. All just dripping and no. drown football, bro. Man. I need to kill up because, like, he's, hey. good, he's a good footballer, he's got good, yeah. he's not a goal scorer, he doesn't have that open play goal scoring gene. I'm not, I'm not feeling him. I'm sorry, how many has he got this season? Good, yeah, but okay, take away set pieces, take away all the free kicks and the pens and all that. Mm. Um, how many chances do you see him get? What's his open play XG? I want to see that for you. Nah, I feel you're being a bit harsh, you know. No. I can't lie to you because when I watch Brentford, are Brentford creative like that? <laughs> you know, bro, like it's hard to score goals in the Prem, bro. I can't lie not, to you. But when I see the ball out wide at Brentford, I see man chilling in the end at the edge of the box, admiring his pass out to the wing, admiring his spray. I don't see him. When you see Martinelli do that, where do you see him go? When you see Gabriel Jesus do that, where do you see them go? Nah, 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 nah. He's, he's, he's hungry for it. Are there, are, are, it is what it is. Are there any other um, Brentford players do you, you guys think could play at a higher level? Like, I really like David Ray. I think we were definitely onto something when um, yeah, yeah. That, we were linked like with him. He they, did, they, 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 they didn't want to show in it. Um, yeah. They didn't want to show The 12000000 million, yeah. was it? I can't even remember what it was, but yeah, they they were pretty adamant they didn't want to sell. But yeah, no, yeah. I think he's a good goalie, man. He's he's um, like a very complete goalkeeper. Like he's got the distribution on on deck. Um, he's probably a better goalkeeper than Ramsdale. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, in all aspects of his keeping, from what I've seen, he, I think he looks better than like Ramsdale. I think Ramsdale's probably a better distributor, but 
he's a very complete goalkeeper. I think he's definitely someone who could play up the level, like if, if a big team wanted to get him. But um, is there anyone else in their team that uh, you think you guys think could, you know, potentially play for like a top six team, say? I don't know, man. I'm a fan of, obviously, he's not even played much yet. They signed uh, Mikel Damsgaard from um, Sampdoria. And if you remember yeah. him, he was really good for Denmark at the Euros. And uh, yeah. he's a really good technician, but not seen much of him for Brentford yet. So, mm. I, but I do like him. But generally, I don't know, man. I, I like Josh De Silva. You know, he's ex-Arsenal as well. So, he don't um, play much either, does he? No, no, no. He had a, he had a big injury. Oh, okay. Um, so, he's, he's he's back now and he's, he's yeah. playing. But, but other than that, I'm looking at it and I'm like, what about Embuemo? He's all right. I think Embuemo's quality, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, what level, but he, like, when he gets the ball on that right-hand side, I'm thinking there's there's danger signs, mate. He's he's very good, I think, especially in like a transition kind of attack. I think he's I think he's very good. Um, quite what level? I think someone like maybe like Newcastle or could, could take a chance on on an Embuemo. I really do. And to be fair, maybe we do need to give them more credit because the fact of the matter is they're quite comfy in the Prem. Right, <laughs> so, so they must have some decent players, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough game. Obviously, we all have like the nightmares of what happened to us last year at, at Brentford. Um, I mean, when we look back to that team, uh, let me let me get the lineup for for that game uh, so we can all, you know, see how much the team has changed since then. So our team going into that game was Leno in goal, gone. Tierney left back, who probably won't play. Pablo Mari, gone. Ben White played that game. Um, Callum Chambers, right back, gone. Lokonga, centre mid, probably will play. Uh, it, it, they, they've been saying party's been in full training since last week, so it depends on the call they make on him. But right. I'd, I'm imagining they might just stick with Lokonga. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It depends what they think. Well, inter- interestingly, our, our centre mid partnership that day was Xhaka and uh, Lokonga, <laughs> so not really good omen for. for and they and they got they got bopped that day. Uh, Emil Smith rowing the ten probably won't start. Pepe on the right, Marcelli on the left, and Balogun up front. So you know, essentially, you know, over half, half that team is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting uh, game because we really did struggle first game of the season last year, um, and set pieces they they were sticking it on us, boy. Like they 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 had our number that they were with the set pieces. Um, where do you see uh, Brentford's strengths? You know, lying ahead of this game. Where do you think they could really hurt us? Well, they're quite a physical team. And that's what always worries me. Yeah. Um, our, our physicality has improved somewhat this season, and mainly because of improvements from our current team, like all of our current players like Saka and Martinelli and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're a lot more intense, but uh, physical teams always worry me, and it always thinks, I always think uh, it's going to be a tight game regardless, unless we really are um, really efficient and clinical in the final third. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where Brentford will take advantage of that and set pieces. I feel that that's where they're going to get their joy. Yeah, they, they've got like when I look at their team names, right? It's like that their players' names, sorry, it's like they got Vitali Janelt in midfield, you know, they've got Pontus Jansen in defense, Ivan Tony. It's, it's like 
they just even sound rough. Ben Me in defense, like they just Bear sound Bikes. like yeah. <laughs> Shandon Baptiste, like it just sounds like they're strong, you know. And they, yeah, uh, they I don't that, that analysis, I don't know where that's come from, but it's just you know off the cuff a little bit. But um, yeah, they I, I definitely agree with the uh the physicality angle. I, I haven't watched much of them this year, I have to admit. Um, but Definitely, that seemed to be an issue against Man United. Like they overran Man United on a mad one. Like I, who who played Man United uh, midfield that way? It was Ericsson, right? All the, all the jokes about Ericsson were popping off. Where Ericsson they, just got... they they pressed United off the park in that first half, yeah. especially man. I remember. Yeah, they they played Ericsson as the as the six, right? In that game, yeah, didn't they? That was, that was insane. Peak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, and they absolutely tumped Man United up that game. So. Yeah, I mean, they, they shouldn't be... They're not to be messed with, Brentford, I don't think. But let's um let's talk a little bit about us because we've had a long break. Like I said in the intro, we were expecting this period to be super, super busy and maybe have to rotate a little bit for this game. But it looks like we're going to have essentially a full squad available to us, right? I mean, Partey... Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on with Whilst we throw in Cedric, everyone else is fit. Oh, fuck so, Cedric, man. He ain't yeah. an Arsenal player, bro. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Portugal national team player, that's it. I don't know. He ain't associated to, to Arsenal, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it looks like everyone everyone's available, man. So, yeah. so um, I'm assuming, I think the team's quite easy to pick. Um, only probably ones you'll debate will be, you know, if they deem party fit enough to start or not. So If, if, if he is... 75% fit. Do you play him in this game? Nah, I don't want to because I just don't want to. The season's long, bro. I don't want to make any unnecessary risks and have to have to lose him further because once we come back from that international period, we've got a lot of tough games in October. So right. um, is he going is he going away with Ghana? Yeah, Ghana have already called him up. <laughs> They're taking the piss. Who are they playing, bro? Do, do you know what it is? It's because obviously it's the last um international break before yeah. the world cup in it so everyone like all the surely we can pull some, if we can pull strings with brazil surely we can pull some strings with ghana play fucking angola bro <laughs> come on man <laughs> he's, he's, the thing is it's because he's captain as well oh they're playing brazil as well to be fair oh are they they've got brazil in a friendly they need oh. to scrap all these bullshit friendlies man yeah, it's so mad yeah, it's so mad like that in a season like this world cup literally in three months they're doing oh, that. It's the worst idea in football, honestly. This World Cup in the in the middle of the season, I, like it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But yeah, uh, Dotsley, what about you? Would you take any risk with Partey in this game, considering now you know, considering that the midfield last last time out against Brentford was Xhaka and Lokonga, and they struggled so much with Brentford nah, physically. Nah, because we 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 uh, we can't cut. We need him for the long term. Um, mm. If he doesn't play in our running in October, we are fucked. Like October is make or break for us, really. Like that will really define our season that month. So he, he needs to play all the Premier League games. I don't want to see him in any of the Europa League games. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I want to make him in tip-top shape. And I, I would throw Ghana cheeky ten bags, twenty bags if they could keep my You think they'll buy that, yeah? Bruv, whatever it costs. Like to be honest, the Ghana the Ghana coach is like German Zan's uncle or something. So. He's getting German German Dan, have a word. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll sort it out, lad. We'll sort it out. We'll get German Dan on the blower. Um, 
But yeah, any is it is it like a a done deal that Lokonga starts in midfield, or would you guys tweak anything? You know, there's a lot of talk about maybe Zinchenko maybe coming into midfield. We do have Tierney, you know. Um, would you would you stick with Lokonga even after his, you know, I wouldn't call it a horror show against Man United, but you know maybe his maybe his confidence would have been impacted a little bit about by the performance and the fallout afterwards. Um, would you guys stick with Lokonga? Yeah. And, and and not because I'm a massive fan, but because of, you know, one of the things we spoke about last season was when Arteta used to try and fix one thing. He used to then move like two, three pieces around and that would compound the issue. So it's more a case of, for me, just keep the same dynamics. Obviously, Lokonga isn't optimal. He's not ideal in that position. But, you know, um, I don't like moving Zinchenko from where he is personally. Um, so, and yeah, just because... Obviously, you know, Arteta is trying to get Tierney to continue the same dynamics as Zinchenko, but the reality is he just can't do what Zinchenko can. He just can't. So mm. it forces us to change again. Um, and, you know... With, with Brentford's uh, physicality, is it a game for Tierney, though? Maybe, maybe. But I don't know, man. People said, you know, and Bournemouth for rubbish, but people said Bournemouth for physical before we played them. And, you know, like, that just it just didn't transpire. So let's, so let's see, man. I'm not... I'm not as big on that as, you know, I just want us to play our football, man. So, mm. you know, that's what I've seen and that's what's encouraged me most this season. So I don't want to change the dynamics from the good things I have seen. You know, throughout pre-season, I saw the build-up was good and the intensity and the aggression at which we played out was good. Um, so let's keep those same dynamics and not change too tight. Sure. Dr. Lee, what about yourself? Would you make any changes for this game? Um, nah, not really. Um, I, I'd, I'd go full strength. I keep Lukonga in because I don't think we have another option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd, I'd just keep it moving, man. Um, and hopefully, like our, our ones up top can can um, countenance if he makes any fucking errors again. So, sure, sure, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, just before we move on, to some listeners' questions. I actually wanted to talk a little bit about Marquinhos and um, you know his development so far and. We didn't do a podcast after the Zurich game, but <clears throat> although we won the game, I don't think the performance was particularly great. I only watched the highlights, but didn't seem to be much going on that on, on in that game. But you know, obviously the performance of Marquinhos really did stand out. Um, did that performance give you guys any kind of re- not relief? Not relief isn't the right word, but you know, just a little bit of confidence that, okay, maybe we do have some options in that, on that right-hand side. Maybe Marquinhos is a little bit better than we thought. Maybe a little bit more ready to start games as well. Um, and, you know, gives us another option if and when we need it. Yeah, go on, go on, Leroy. No, no, you know what? Um, it's very, very difficult to tell. We haven't seen much of him, you know? Mm. Um, but, and obviously the, the level of competition wasn't great. But he's really piqued my interest. I can't lie to you. He really, really got my interest. The reason for me is the, what I saw him do in the few actions that we saw, the quality of what he was doing in the final third was really good. And the decision making was really good. My question now is, is he athletic enough? Because he didn't. I wish he was a bit more explosive and had a bit more burst. But if he's athletic enough to cope in the league, in the Premier League as such, and create separation and make a difference with that level of quality and decision-making, I definitely think he can be an option. Now, 
The issue is our wide players are really good. They're both um, kind of like unicorns because they both kind of do a bit of everything. I was saying in the group the other day, they go in behind, they come to feet. They both come inside and play make now, especially with Martinelli increasing that this season. They both um, run off the ball. Uh, they both dribble on 1v1 and, and beat their men. They both end up in the box and shoot um, and either score goals or are close to scoring goals in, in, if you're looking at soccer, etc. So I feel like our, our wide people are quite complete. So he doesn't really have the isolation ability and the 1v1 ability. But you don't always need that to be a good, effective player. Like, not every right winger is um, fantastic 1v1. Now, yes, in our system, it's quite important. But I'm feeling that if he has the ability to at least burst past people, um, particularly in transition or particularly in open space, we might have a player on our hands. Um, mm -hmm. But obviously, it's difficult to sell from one game. But he, he, he's interesting. I'm watching. Yeah, his his quality definitely seemed um, like it stood out. Really, like his final ball, um, like you said. But you know, I think I think with the uh, physicality aspect that you're talking about, do you remember like a couple of years ago we sat here and we'd be on a pod saying we don't know if Saka had the the, the burst or the the one v one ability to be a top level right winger. Right. Do you remember we, we used to do these pods? We had to we had these discussions on the pod, right? I thought he had to develop a money like athleticism for him yeah. to be a top so, winger. So do you think do you think that that's um you know we've done this we've done Saka has improved physically so much. So do you think we could do the same with Marquinhos? Get him on that Saka pack, man. Maybe but Saka was 17 when yeah, but Marquinhos only what 19, right? Yeah, yeah, but Saka was 70. Well, he looks a lot older than 19, so I don't know. 19, 19, 20 is a massive difference physically. Mm. But still, Saka, don't you feel like Saka is still, even from last season, I feel like Saka has come on a lot physically, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So it's going to be interesting to watch. But um, if even if, Eddie, I feel like Eddie's improved physically as well. Yeah, no, nah, Eddie too. Eddie, Eddie's been in the gym. Eddie's been doing some mad squats I don't know what he's doing Pilates or something whatever he's doing they need to get everyone on it because mm. like yeah uh, you know yeah 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 Sean what's your thoughts on Marquinhos man are you uh, you don't see... I, I was I was looking at your facial expressions while uh, Dr Lee was talking you didn't seem really pleased about much <laughs> no, so. I, I, I just I, I don't have much to say like just on him at the moment just because like Leroy says we've got such we've got such a small sample size we've got next sure. to nothing to go on with him so um I I'm, you know, hoping to see a bit more one v one stuff. Um, so, so, so let's see if he shows that as he goes along. It's it's hard to be too critical because you know he made his first start and he got a goal and assist as a 19 year old yeah. on his first start, and he so, created some other chances as well. Yeah, so. exactly. So, you know, he looks to have decent decision making. So it's a case of, you know, can he add more? And and I think the comparison you made with Saka because you know those were. Not necessarily criticisms, but those are things we said, you know, we hadn't seen from him um, and he started to show us. So, you know, if Marquinhos can do that, that would be great. Mm. Um, so, so you know, and obviously he's going to get these minutes in the Europa League now. It's a good breeding ground for him. It's a good opportunity to rest Saka. So let's see if he can take it more, man. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to, to, to see what he can bring. Sure, sure. Were there any other standout performance for you guys in the in the Zurich game? Anyone that you wanted to mention? No? That game, that game was Tommy a Tommy Yasu? What, in a positive light or a negative light? Positive, he was cold. Oh, okay, good. He, I he, didn't see he, the game, he, so. He's both-footed, 
Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I was trying to eat at the same time and do work. But <laughs> his both footedness is insane. And it's such a good weapon because you can switch it calmly, left foot, no problems. But um, solid defensively, great on the ball, great pass selection. He's a proper player, man, Tommy Asprey's. Is it, like we have we've been having these kind of discussions in the group. A few people obviously think that um, Ben White is the is a better right back than Tommy Asu. I think some people have even said that Ben they think Ben White is better on the ball, a better passer than Tommy Asu. Where do you guys stand in that you know debate? Because I still think Tommy Asu is a better right back than Ben White. Um, I, I just think he's a better defender uh, in that position. In that position, it's like, it's, it's I think they both have certain things that they could probably take from each other so for example um i think yeah uh ben tommy uh ben white can't use his left foot like tommy asu can tommy's comfy literally comfy off either foot with, with no issue what i will say though i think ben white has greater running power you know like he, he's um for me he's quicker uh he can carry the ball better um he doesn't you know he gets through a big copious amount of work actually and I uh, can't remember I put that stat in the group the other day um that he's of all the dribblers he's faced he's got like a seven oh yeah I saw that one yeah 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 the highest right right? yeah height and it's the highest I'm pretty sure it's the highest in the league so um yeah I can't think of too many people that have burnt him this year you know like and and I can't feel and if you remember the first game of the season um people thought Zaha burned him like you know and Zaha had, I think, one moment against him. Mm. But then he had like five, six moments where Ben White just took the ball off him, mm. you know. But I think, you know, sometimes in moments in football, you remember the one moment where someone got cooked. Of but course. then you don't remember like every other moment where... Um... So, I mean, just to come back and answer the question, it's an interesting one. I think there are there are contrasts. It's a contrast in style that they both bring different things to the game. But in my opinion right now, I'd, I've not seen any reason to drop Ben White. So, but... You know, like I said, it's a long season. Um, Strongest eleven. Who who do you start? Like, is the if the cup right final, now? So say, yeah, yeah. Final, so, say you, say it was Europa League final tomorrow. Yeah. I would still start Ben White. Doctor Lee. Hmm. Tough decision because I don't think there's much. I think it's a coin toss between them. Mm. But simply because Ben White's been playing in that first eleven for continuity, I'll start Ben White. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. He's going to do quite I'll, a bit to get back in the team, isn't he, Tommy? And, and, but the thing is, I value availability a lot. I can't mm. lie. Like, even from, like, last season, Ben White played almost every game. Yeah. You know, like, I, I saw, I checked the stats the season before, played every single game in the league for Brighton. Yeah. Season before that, he played 46 games for Leeds in the Championship. He played every single game. So, you know, I think for me, yeah, I value availability a lot. And, you know... This is not really a slight on Tommy Asu because I really like him, but he has availability issues, you know. Definitely, and, and, that is a big and, issue, right? And that's that's the fact of the matter why he's he's lost his place in the team. It's the same reason ESR lost his place in the team. You know, I'm sure because I've, I've seen a couple of listeners' questions. I'm sure we'll have that conversation later. But yeah. people need to remember ESR never lost his place because he was dropped. He lost his place because he got injured, and you know, um, he's had those struggles ever since. So, for me, uh, I, I agree with Arteta. I believe in you know going with the people that that are consistent and that are always available. You know, cool. All right. Well, I've, we've got quite a few listeners' questions actually, so we're going to yeah. try and get through as many as possible. I'll try and group them in with the player. So, um, I've got one from C Salu. I think he was on the. Uh, we did a, this, no, not a Discord, a Twitter space. So what are those things called again? 
Twitter spaces. Yeah, right? spaces. Yeah. yeah, spaces. He was on. He was quite good actually on the on the space. Um, he asked, on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are you with Mister Magaliage? We desperately need a profile like him at the back, but he also feels like a ticking time bomb. Are we overreacting? <clears throat> on a scale of one to ten, zero. Really, no concerns whatsoever. No fucking concerns. Mm. Not a bit. He isn't. See, I wouldn't give it a zero. I think he does kind of concern me a little bit because I don't feel I don't feel we're safe with him in defense as I did previously. And I, I don't know. There, there seems to be like an accumulation of errors that it's 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 making me feel that way. It's having like a, a compounding effect. Um, I think he's a fantastic defender, but. It's one of those things where people talk about, oh, he's he's going to make mistakes because he's that kind of front-footed defender. But some of the mistakes he makes isn't due to him being front-footed. It's just bozo stuff, like like the um, like the mistake against um, Fulham. Fulham, right? It's is though that that's nothing to being a front-footed defender. That's just you being a bozo, and it's those kind of things that kind of scare me. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't say I'm with you at zero, Nero, but at the same time, I wouldn't say I'm like, oh, eight out of 10, I'm concerned, 10 out of 10. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely nowhere near that. I just do have this kind of feeling in my like stomach that I don't feel as, like Saliba fills me with confidence. I don't feel like he's got a bozo gene in him, right? I don't, but maybe that's because I haven't seen Saliba play enough. Maybe that would develop over time. I've you know. seen him play. He makes fair mistakes. I know. I know he makes mistakes, but not in the same. Do you think he makes the same kind of errors that Gabriel does? Like um, stupid I, stuff. I, I, you know, but I feel. I feel like Gabriel's just a bit of form. Like he, he's hit a bad patch of form. This is since he's come to the club. This is the worst bit of form that he's been in. Right. He had a bit of a shaky bit last year, though. Didn't oh he? yeah, the shaky bit when he was dropped for Pablo Mari, and people were saying Mari was better. Yeah, that was that was a that was none a of you will see heaven by the way for that. That, that, that was a dark time <laughs> for us. Right? But, I mean, none of us, none of us actually felt that way. That was just. A, yeah. But it's just yeah. like he, 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 I feel like with him, he's got. I feel like he's you know those type of person that has to really work at their feet and things like that because it doesn't come naturally to them. And sometimes when he lacks a bit of concentration and he lacks a bit with his first touch and stuff. And because he's a very big, cumbersome guy, he's going to make errors. You, he's, I don't think you're ever going to get this out of his game. It's going to be there. But overall, for what you get from Gabriel, all the, most of the time, I'm, I'm not that worried. This, I don't think this will ever change, by the way. Sean? Yeah, I'm, I'm like like Lira. I'm, not, I'm honestly not that worried. Maybe if you ask me to grade it, I might give it a two, three max. But honestly, I don't think it's that, it's that big an issue. I think... What might have been exacerbated a bit this season as well is that he probably looks the least comfy out of all of the, so the back four that's played this season. Zinchenko is probably the most comfy. Then after that, you probably have Saliba and White, and then it's Gabriel. So for me, Gabriel might look the most clunky on the ball compared to the rest of them. And I think that's probably, you know, not helped, you know, per perception to an extent as well. But I'm just not that worried. I just don't think it's that big of an issue, man. I mm. think people talk about, and, and you know, it, it is a point. If you remember in the documentary, Albert spoke about 
sometimes Gabriel's first touch can be a bit inconsistent. So he was saying, you know, Gabriel, focus on your first touch. When your first touch is clean, the rest of the actions follow. So sometimes that can happen, because if you remember, that's how the mistake happened against Fulham. He took a bit of a clunky touch, took ages to get the ball out of his feet. Mitrovic robbed him and Mitrovic scored. But generally, his actual fundamentals as a defender, I think he's very good. And I like him because I think he's a rugged defender. He doesn't let, he doesn't want to get had up. He likes it. He likes going into his jewels. Um, so yeah, um, I, I just don't think it's that big of an issue. And also, one thing I think people forget is that one, he's still only 24. You and know, he's, you, and it's not even the age. He hasn't right. played football games. This is like his third, like yeah, full, third, fourth, full, full season. season. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. So yeah. he, we still got a very, very young defender. He's yeah. improving all the time, in my opinion, as well. So. I think he's done some fantastic stuff because I think um, he bounced back really well against Aston Villa. I remember he was playing some sick balls that game as well, man. So I just, I, I don't think it's that big of an issue. I think at the end of the day, the style, the aggressive style we want to play, we want to defend on the halfway line. We want to play an aggressive style. Um, I think our defenders are better equipped to deal with what we're trying to do than most defenders in the league, you know, so... I don't think it's much of an issue. I think the the issues, you know, probably both him, Saliba, all of them will face is it's more of a concentration one rather than anything else because of what we're doing. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's 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 not a big thing for me, honestly. Sure. It, right now, what we're doing is nitpicking heavily. Yeah, yeah, I think that's and 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 I think th this next question as well, I think is really nitpicking as well. It's from like Mike one nine six. He says, "When do we start to be concerned with Ramsdale?" His distribution is elite, but poor positioning and his shot stopping terrible. Do you think we can improve that area of his game because it's been an issue for his whole Premier League career? I I'm think people are being so harsh, man. I'm being so harsh. I'm more concerned about Ramsdale than I am about um, Gabriel. Because okay, I can I can see that. I can see it. it and at the end, it's, and it's not a worry like I I, I would like, like he keeps you up at night. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not something that's like that because at the end of the day, you, players aren't perfect, man. <laughs> they're just not. And I just think that, yes, his shot stopping could be better. Yes, he could do a bit better in certain situations. But what we get from him, it, it really helps the way we play. Um, mm. I just feel like, particularly like in certain situations where he's getting sort of, it's, he needs to cut out the mistakes where it's like it's going through him and he's really costing us goals. Now, if he does that, then I don't really see it being a big issue either. I, can't lie to you. I do think people are just going a bit over the top, though. It's like the Man United game. I had people coming up to me at the live show saying, look at your boy Ramsdale. I'm like, well, I don't understand what you want him to do. Like, what, what, were, the, what were the... I understand he's not an elite shot stopper, right? I know he's not a top-level shot stopper. But the goals that Man United scored, even your most elite shot stoppers are probably not saving those, those chances. So I don't really understand what you want him to do in that respect. And maybe I'm missing something. P people might call me biased. I, I, I don't know what I don't know what I'm missing here with Ramsdale. I really don't. I think he's a really good goalkeeper. I think he's. I think he fills me with confidence with balls coming into the box. He's very secure, commanding his area. I would say, probably sweeper keeping is is um, not a strength of his. So like coming off his line and stuff like that. But I think he's shown. Um, that he's able to improve that area of his game. But yeah, Sean, what about you? Are you are you particularly concerned? No, I, I just, I think I've said before, I'm not particularly sure how to um, 
evaluate goalkeepers so but um I, I can only judge on what I see and yeah he doesn't look the strongest from a from a shot stopping perspective but the way I, I evaluate it as well is that I, I just think they place so much emphasis on what Ramsdale does on the ball that you know they're probably willing to maybe overlook some of the deficiencies or they just think some of these deficiencies can be ironed out with age um but what i find interesting is why well, i remember after the bournemouth game ramsell done an interview and he said he's nowhere near where he wants to be so i think he acknowledges that you know there's areas for improvement as well so i just think as long as that's the case and you know we can strive and we start to see um slow improvements over that yeah i just it's not the biggest concern for me though i acknowledge and i can see why people might have some doubts definitely UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, Tibbs11, he says, do you guys think it's time for time we look for replacements, not cover for party? Because honestly, his injury record is a Mazza and also ESR sell while stocks are high for the same reason. Uh, Dr. Uh, Lee, what do you... Oh, go on, Sean, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let Leo handle party, but I have to speak on ESR because obviously I'm an ESR stan. And, sure. I, 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 and I think people are being jobless because I've just been seeing bad combos on ESR <laughs> the last two days and it's actually pissing You, you feel the same way about Emerson for Zafo about Ramsdale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. <laughs> I, I, ESR slander touches my soul differently, bro. And so I had to go and do some research and I had to go and do some digging. So since Boxing Day 2020, Arsenal have played 67 league games. ESR has played in or has been available for 57 of them. So I think the narrative obviously is, you know, I, um, is probably a little bit skewed. Even in the league last season, ESR played 33 league games, you know. So he played 33 out of a possible 38 league games. So um, I think there are concerns because, you know, these things have been apparent since youth. So we're not and, you know, they are muscle injuries. And obviously, Leroy can probably speak about this better than I can. Um, but I remember Clichy and RVP used to have a lot of these when they were younger, in it, And they grew out of it. That worked so out I'm, fucking well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully, they, hopefully, they don't piss, hopefully he doesn't piss off, obviously, he's an Arsenal boy. So hopefully he doesn't. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I'm hopefully, I'm hopeful he can grow out of these, you know, muscle injuries. But when I'm seeing people say sell him, I'm like, bro. The brother scored 11 goals last season. Yeah. Ten, you know, 10 of them in the league as a 20-year-old. you got to remember how bad things were for Arsenal before Boxing Day. Before He ESR literally pulled us out of it by himself. Bro, kind of it, it, yeah. his, his form in basically the space of 18 months has been very, very good. And I feel like people have forgotten about that very, very, very quickly. People are fickle, isn't it? People are very fickle. And I'm glad... Chelsea fans have, have, have stopped. Well, they haven't stopped because they were doing shamelessness. But when they were trying to talk about Gallagher being better than ESR, believe the way they've turned on that guy this season because they've seen that his technical level is nowhere near ESR's as well mm. is is clear for me for all to see. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying ESR doesn't have to pattern up. He has to pattern up his fitness. So um, he has to get fit. He make sure his diet right. Make sure he's on job properly. But 
stuff about selling him, I think he's mad because even at worst, at worst, he will be a very good squad player. Well, well let me let me add this question to the dynamic then, Sean, because um, let me get it, let me get it, let me get it. Uh, okay, Hoscroft Jack, he says, do you think ESR needs to go out alone next summer? Like, brother, slap. Who you? Sorry, brother. Bro, just don't let me slap you. Man says, go on loan. Go on loan for what? Why? Hey, Jack, Jack Huscroft, man. Jack, Jack Huscroft. Hey, hey, hey. What, what's the app? Let me block it. <laughs> <laughs> Be nice, guys. These are listeners. Be nice. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. But yeah, you're offending me. Yeah, you're offending nah, the boys, Jack. No, nah, I can't lie. ESR slander gets me. It, but, it rattles me to the core. I, I won't go on too long on ESR because I know Shane's mm. just done that. But um, mm. sell him myth. Number one, these are injury problems. You can sometimes, a lot of the time, you can sort it out. You can sort it out. They just need to identify the problem, um, figure out the problem. He needs to do his work, and they'll be okay. Um, certain things mean so much to me as a fan. I don't know about you guys, but watching Saka and ESR come through and absolutely smash it. It's the same way, like I said, I said back in the day, I wouldn't sell Jack Walsh for 100 mil back then. I wouldn't sell ESR for 100 mil. I wouldn't say about Bukayo for 200 mil. Like, watching those two play for us means so much to me. And as a fan, it just gives me so much joy. I wouldn't sell them. I just wouldn't sell them. If if he wasn't performing and he wasn't good enough, that's a different story. But he is. He is good enough. So, yeah, not 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 feeling that one bit. As for party, I'm going to have to give up on him. He's probably <laughs> my, one of my favourite players in terms of his yeah. ability. But he's just not available. So at the end of the day, what I would like to see, I would like to see someone who's younger, who's got a bit of work to do, but is of that quality or could be of that quality. That when party's out, any ideas? I, I haven't. I don't really know. I don't really know. But when we, um, when he's out, um, we're not worried because he's got crazy ability. But is not going to be too pissed off about not starting every game and being a bit of an understudy. That's what I would love to see. I would Because if you buy a Ruben Neves for 80 mil, he's going to want to start every week. You know what I mean? And I really do think, even if you buy a Ruben Neves, Ruben Neves isn't as good a party. He's just not mm. as good. And all these players, even though party is not available, they're just not as good as him. Mm. I, I was trying to think, who is as good as him that we could actually literally replace him with? There's not it's many. Diff- it's very difficult, man. It's very difficult. So um, I would like that. So, But we, we're going to have to start thinking about meeting short-term planning as well as long-term planning regarding him but yeah um it is what it is we, we, it's we... just it's just so it must be the london aspect it must be i can't i just don't understand how a man can be completely injury free your whole career right his injury record on transfer but prior coming to arsenal i don't even think it existed <laughs> i don't think there was a page bro i don't think there was a link there wasn't a link they, they've now added the page since he came to Arsenal and it's just full. Right. You know, uh, it's it, it, insanity. It must be the London aspect. I can't think of anything else that it could be. This this, this is why I said... Awesome London is killing my people, man. It's this is why I said... Osimhen can't come to London. <laughs> He'll be impacted by the exact same thing. I'm telling and you. he gets injured already. All yeah, 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 yeah already yeah. injury prone already. So he yeah, will yeah. never play. Osimhen <laughs> will never play. Yeah. DLT every weekend. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 
Oh, it's yeah. just, it's weird. Oh, dear. Yeah, uh, it's... Party, it could be a number of things. I mean, there's obviously the sleep aspect, there's a diet aspect, there's um, stress aspect, there's how you're looking after yourself, but then there's also the intensity aspect. The league is a lot more intense. Um, True. And he was playing in a massively slower league before, so there, there's that aspect. True. There's so many factors that we have... And, and, and he probably like. wasn't starting for Atletico every week, was he? He, he was, yeah. Was he? Yeah. For how long, though? Not, not, not in his beginning seasons, but towards the end of his career at Atletico, yeah. Right, okay. All right, cool. Um, let me just go quick fire through some of the rest of the questions. So, okay. Ah, here. Here, Dr. Lee, you can talk on this because you're a bigger Balogun sta- stan. Uh, Count Dracula. He says, what should we do about Balogun? Assuming we bring in another winger and Enkete continues his development, should we move him on for a good fee or try to inte- integrate him into the team at the expense of someone else? Um, so tough question, a, right? Yeah, it's a tough question. So I've watched most of his games um, and he's impressed me so much. Like Even from the first minute, I was like, wow, he looks well above the level. Yeah, He looks so good out there. Like, he looks like a, a young phenom. Really, yes. really good. Uh, I said I don't think he makes it Arsenal. The reason I don't think he makes it Arsenal while Arteta's here is because he's not really a pressing forward and he doesn't really work particularly that hard off the ball. Um, so based on that, because there's some players I like and we can talk about probably Nuno in a similar way, um, mm-hmm. that I just don't think, even though they're really good players and good talents, I don't think they fit what we're trying to do. And if they don't fit what we're trying to do, we want to not make the mistakes that we've made previously and actually get good fees and good deals, buybacks, sell-ons, etc. for these players. So we've already got Eddie, who's exactly what Arteta wants. Um, we've already got Gabriel Jesus. Um, we've got Martinelli there, who can understudy in that role as well as a third backup. We're probably going to get another winger as well. I would be selling Balogun on with a buyback and a sell-on. Mm. Um, uh, because if... A different manager comes in, he might, you never know, and he's going to explode. But that's what I would be doing in that situation, in a similar way to Nuno Tavares, um, and in a similar way to, um, I will not similar way because Kirantini, I'll just sell. But um, yeah, uh, that's why the players that don't fit what Arteta wants to do, but their talents, we need to be extracting maximum value for them when their their value is high. So he's going to probably end up with quite a lot of goals this season, very, very high value. Um, for his age and experience. Let's sell him, buy back, sell on, um, and hopefully he may be able to come back at a, in a later date. But if not, then we've, we've um, it served its purpose, you know? The, the academy's done its job. Yeah, you don't think he could do potentially have a, a, a role to play on the on the left? Um, I think he could, again, but I just don't think he's our test type of player. Um, so I just feel that... Like, if he hasn't got those attributes, I feel that we are better pocketing the 40 mil because we need to start recouping some things and we need to start moving like an intelligent club who is being financially savvy and using all their resources really well. Um, and I love the player, don't get me wrong. I'd love to keep him. I would love him to be a successful Arsenal. I just don't see it with the current coach. Yeah, fair enough. He is lighting it. He is lighting League One up. And, and, and you know what? People cast League One. It is not an easy league to score in. Never has been. I know Lacazette scored goals out there, but it's really not a, a, an easy league to score goals. You look at you look at the goals tallies of strikers, good strikers that have been out there. They don't always slap in France. So um, yeah, uh, he's doing really well, and he looks like they're 
like their star player, basically, which is which is great. Uh, Guna London, Sean, he asks, um, would any Arsenal player make it in the South All-Star team? I think this is from uh, Todd Bowley's... Uh, did, you, did you see Klopp? Yeah, yeah, Klopp, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Klopp at yeah. Bowley. <laughs> for, for, uh, Klopp is such a bitch. He's actually a proper bitch, you know. Like, I don't think there was any need for that response. I think, like, uh, I know that this, the schedule is intense and stuff like that, but I think that's a great idea to have these like all star games. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, surely I know that I know the managers won't like it because there's potential to get injuries and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think games like that really do increase the, you know, the potential of the Premier League and, and, and the product that it is. I think it's a great idea. I I think the Premier League is too old school to even embrace that kind of, um, you know, that kind of concept. But yeah, just in, to answer the question, would any Arsenal player make it in a South All-Star team? Yeah, I think, I think they do, 100%. Right? 100% because the North have got a much better team than the South. So, you know, Jesus could get in, in my opinion. Saka could get in, in my opinion. Saliba, Jesus over Kane. I, even if you don't want to play Jesus up front, Jesus can play from the sides easily. Mm. But he's, not, he's not, probably not going to get in there to Solomon Sterling. Mm, yeah, possibly, possibly. Partey? Arthur gets in. I don't care what no one says. Yeah, one of one of our centre backs, surely. One of, I would put Saliba in. I'm I'm doing it. Zinchenko, put Zinchenko in there. Yeah. Who Spurs is left back? He's better. He's better than. To be fair, it's probably, fucking Sessegnon, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, Sessegnon. Cucurello, Cucurello gets in. Okay, Cucurello. I'm just thinking centre backs wise because obviously Chelsea. They got uh, Kulabali and but I, I can't lie. I think I, I think I think Saliba and Gabriel are better than Kulabali and um, Fafana. Fafana. And they were, and, and, oh, by yeah, the way, both of them were on the bench in uh, Potter's first game tonight. So who say that again? Both Fafana and Kulabali were unused subs on the bench mm. for in Potter's first game tonight. So boy, lights, lights are on Potter, boy. That's my boy. Mm. But if I have to cook him, I will. <laughs> <laughs> If I have to turn against him, I've done worse uh, before. Uh, bro, I've, I've, worse I've, I've, I've already done it. I've done it to you. I've done it on him. I've, I've already got a gender against Sterling. It makes me sick to have an agenda against Sterling, but listen, he plays for the Ops, man. So, 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 so. Bro, listen, that's the game is the game. You know? The Ops will always be the opposite. So if you're if one of your boys goes to the Ops, they, they're, they're an Ops now. That's it. That is how it goes. Uh, let me see if I've got... Uh, so I've got a question here from Baitface. Nate, um, we kind of touched on this. He says... Um, ESR, TNA and Party seem to be the most unreliable players in the squad in terms of availability. How would you look to change this, i.e. transfers out? We kind of already spoke about that, right? Like, ESR, no, we're not selling. TNA, uh, Dr. Lee, you said you, I heard you. You yep. said you'd sell TNA. I heard yep. it. I Again, didn't, it didn't go under the radar. Again, I love the player. I yeah. think he's really good, but he's not suited for what this manager wants to do, clearly. Sure, um, I hear that, yeah. And I don't understand the point of having completely different profiles as your backup and you have to change the way you play completely. It doesn't really make sense. So yeah, we yeah. need someone who can do what Zinchenko can do, maybe not to quite a good level in the squad at left-back. So yeah. that's the reason I sell him. And also, I think you can get good value for him as well. So um, you need to sell him now, really. And because you can see it as well, like... When I saw, like, when Tini tries to drop into the center of the midfield, I'm like, this Dom does not look comfy there, bro. He doesn't look it. Listen, my man wants to do shuttle runs up and down the wing. 
That is that is my Brexit fallback. That's what I know, TD4. Don't try and change KT, man. You, you can't do what Zinchenko. I saw him try to drop in and, and hit a dag. I said, KT, leave it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hustler, eat, hustler Eat S. He says, Do you think TD should play in big games as Zinchenko is suspect when defending? Arteta doesn't change the way he plays um, mm-hmm. home or away, big game, small game. If he can dominate, he will. Personally, I would be because, for example, it wouldn't just be big games, it would be certain games. So, for example, Spurs, United, I'd be playing Tierney and I'd be saying, you have the ball. That's what I would do. But I don't think Arteta's built like that. So, yeah. but, um, so yes, if it was me, but I don't think in Arteta's philosophy, no, because he wants to still control the game. So, sure, you've got sure. your team the best ability to do that. Yeah. Uh, Femster82 says which first team player would you be okay selling next summer if it, if it means funding more spending we already talked we already spoke about uh, the possibility of selling Tierney maybe yeah. selling um, Balogun uh, are there any other players that you, you guys would look at potentially selling to you know I, I still got holding around Nuno, Nuno. Yeah. yeah do you think you'd get a good yeah. fee for Nuno if you can't get a good fee for Luno, Edu has to get sacked on the I was going to say, this is going to be a test of Edu because, like, Nuno we booked for eight mil. I love him, man. I love Nuno. No, no, no. The thing is, I think he's a good fullback and he's playing mm. as a, obviously, he's playing as a wingback in Marseille system at the moment. But just the reality is, you know, we just spoke about Tierney not being able to do what Zinchenko can. Tavares can't do that either. Do you know what I mean? He, he, he can't drop in. So I think Tierney's, I think um, Tavares is better at it than Tierney, though. I think he has the potential to be better at it than Tierney. Think so, yeah. I, I think there's a stellar player in there, definitely. But again, for the same reason, if he's not suiting what we're doing, he's going to come off a hot season and his value is going to be high. If you can get 35 mil for, for a left back that you bought for eight mil two seasons ago, you sell. Mm. If you can get some clauses in there, great, but that's what you got to do. So, sounds like you're coming around to Zinchenko there, Dr. Lee. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not that keen on him defensively, <laughs> but if this is the way the manager wants to play, this is the way the manager wants to play. Like you've got yeah, to, yeah. you got to go all in. At the yeah. End of the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, we we should, if if these play, this is the time now because they're talking about all these cancelling contracts and all this kind of stuff. This is the time now where you've built the value in the squad. You've got uh, valuable s- assets that are doing well uh, away. They might not be suited to what you do. You're going to get offers for them and you don't have to go around actually trying to flog them like one pound fish. So, mm. <laughs> so like, come on, ladies, uh, come on, ladies. Yeah. That's where you actually sell them. So this is where you actually extract the value that you've built in the squad. And this is what a good sporting director, technical director, whatever you want to call it, does. So this sure. is what we're going to have to do. Cool. Asa from Touchlines and Touchdowns. Uh, big up you, Asa. He says, um, <clears throat> talk to me about Matt Turner. How was his debut? I didn't I didn't see anything. Uh, I mean, uh, I can't anything to... You. I don't want to speak on that guy. No? Okay. Does it scare you? Bro. Right, okay. The thing is, we're, we're, we're saying we have concerns about Rams, though, yeah? If I have to see this guy play three, <laughs> four games in a row, we are in big, big trouble. Wait, what, what is what is concerned about Matt Turner? Like, oh, I haven't every, seen him Everything. Play. He tried to play one pass out, yeah? Yeah. He, the thing is, he, he was brilliant along all day. He had one yeah. opportunity. One. Yeah. And he gave us another two. Oh, <laughs> Why have we signed him? 
No, it's just commercial all over it, isn't it? I can't like, lie to you, bro. I do not. I do not understand the purpose of why we signed this guy. I tell you what, though, you know who's doing well? That Austin trusty. Yeah, I've I've yeah. seen bare, I've seen bare rave reviews from him. Yeah. Um, but Birmingham fans are like, this guy's sick. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay. I thought we signed we that brought... guy for money laundering purposes. But, the, but it, it, we we brought him. Uh, no, but the other guy, I think, was more money laundering. The um, who's the other one? Is it the centre back? Yeah, trusty Austin trusty. No, Zane. there's another one in there. No, 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 it's two. We we signed we signed Matt Turner, we signed Austin Trusty. Yeah. I thought we so. signed another one. No, 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 no. Oh, maybe Matt two. Turner was the money laundering. <laughs> because when I, cause here's me thinking this like, all this time. I was thinking oh, Matt Turner is like one mil, it's from the MLS. My man costs like eight mil or something, yeah, bro. Yeah, like yeah. what? And he's and he's and he's twenty eight. That's a lot nah. to spend on Oi. a goalkeeper from the MLS, you know. That's that a lot of money to spend. Peak that is how Cronkey is getting money out of the club, bro. <laughs> He can't do it like through traditional means. So he's going through back channels, going from New England, then New England are gonna sign someone from fucking um what what's his team in bloody America called? I can't remember. Colorado. Like, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, they're gonna sign Colorado some Colorado some, some ice hockey player or something. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that eight mil is going to be in a fucking account in Panama. Yeah, on it. You, you see the vision, right? You see yeah. the vision. Yeah. Anyway, all right, cool. Well, that's that's what we think about uh, Matt Turner, Asa. So yeah, take do that. Do with that information what you will. Um, two more questions. Sam E ninety one. He says Mudrick coin is the opposite of in the mud at the moment. Would you go for him and Jan and what's the most you'd pay? I mean, there's a lot of hype about this Mudrick guy, right? Oh, he scored wow. again uh, tonight, tonight, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he's, looks he looks good bruv. from he's... from the comp- compilations I've no, seen. I haven't seen I've, him in full game. Right? I watched I watched uh, I've watched both Champions League games now of him. Right. Uh, he was all right tonight, but I thought against first game against who did they play first game away oh, Shakhtar. Shakhtar. No, he away plays Shakhtar. for Shakhtar. Sorry. No, who they They were away. What's the, who's the other team in their group? Leipzig. Madrid, yeah, right? sorry. Oh. No, Leipzig. Leipzig first right. game. They played away to like He destroyed them. Really? His PMP, yeah, is P- so yeah. P. Is he tall? He's, he's so, tall, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's got he's, like he's that. Winger, yeah. But his, his, his ability to, to dribble off both feet, keep the ball close while running at mad speed is crazy. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a really good player, man. But I feel like, yeah, his his profile now, everyone knows about this, brother. Everyone knows about it. Now, the summer was the time to get him, basically. Yeah, I, I've sipped the Kool-Aid, but it's too late, man. He, he's mm-hmm. going to go somewhere else. Um, but it's a shame because he looks good. Yeah, no wonder Shakhtar wanted to sell him for, what, how much they were asking for, like 30 million, was it, or something? I guess. They they rejected like 30 mil from Everton, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're basically, that the price of that brick is is, is going up every game. And yeah. So. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, last question, Yonko Abs. He asked a random question, but how do you think we'd fare against this current AC Milan team with our best team? Are, um, are AC Milan in Europe mm. League with us? No, Champions League. Bro, they're Serie A champions, bro. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm so used to AC Milan being mid. You know, like... Nah, it's, it, and, and, and that's the scary thing about... That's and that, it's, it's annoying and it's scary because Gazidis is the one who's revamped it, that whole project. And, and, and then did, they have yeah. poster boy Liao, who's, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he right now, he's like one of the top five wingers in world football, bro. Really? That good, he yeah. is, he, Rafael Liao is going to be signed probably for like 100 mil. Probably by like someone like Man City next summer. He's moving, man. He's peak. He's he's, there's nothing he can't do, bro. Yeah. Nothing. That's interesting. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. He's um, but yeah, to answer it, the question, it's a weird one because they're still playing Giroud up front. So it's like, 
I'm but looking at that team. I know Giroud is good, but like I'm, I'm looking at that team and man for man, okay. Arsenal are better. They have a they. To be fair, Theo Hernandez at left back is sick. He's cold, good. Cold, so is yeah, but he's... he's Tomori, yeah. I'm, I'm not having over Gabriel Saliba. No, no, I wouldn't. And they, but I like um, him, though. He's a good player. Who's the other centre-back that they have? Um, uh, Cal- is it Kalalu? Or is it... No, the, don't they have another one from Chelsea? Run... No, Tomori was from Chelsea. Yeah, but... Uh, uh, no, another geezer no. from Chelsea. No? They, but, but I like their midfield, too. Ben Esser, who I've always rated, and I would have loved him back at Arsenal. But um, really, really good player. Sandro Tonali as well. Um, really, really good player. And they've just signed um, Charles de Catalaire from Club Bruges. Um, really, really big talent. Um, I don't really like rate Kevin their, De Bruyne, bro. Yeah, I don't really rate their their wingers, to be fair, apart from Liao. Apart from Liao. Yeah, I've so, not seen his Salamancas. No, nah, he's mid. mid. Brahim mid. Diaz didn't make it at Man City. Uh, but, uh, and at Real Madrid either. So, um, mm. yeah, yeah. He's all right, but he's you, not you like... You like Tonali, don't you? You like, you like Tonali. Tonali. No, it was, it's not me. I think Tonali's okay, but yeah. I, I think it's one of those Italian players that's just bare hyped. I think Benis is better than him personally. So, right. um, yeah. so yeah. But, like, yeah. Liao, Lia, from, from there, Liao would walk into our team. Mm. But um, the, other, the others mm. may be the others may be questionable. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, mm. I don't... It, what, what annoys me with Giroud is how he's just become so clutch as he gets older and older, considering, like, you know, there was a comp on the TL the other day, bro, of Kozula setting this brother up in 2011-12, when this brother was just missing us. I, said, man. I, I, I was a I, top I said, Giroud stand back then as well, bro, and even then nah. I couldn't defend him, bro. Bro, I said his PR outside of Arsenal is through the roof, bro. Yeah. But obviously us Arsenal fans, bro, we, we saw it live and direct, bro. So, yeah. He's, he's definitely a player who's got, um he's peaked with yeah, uh, nah, he's, age. He's, he's definitely peaked with age, yeah, 100%. 100%. But that's, that's all strikers done most of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, not Lacazette. Lacazette peaked when he was I tell you now, Lacazette could have come to Arsenal at 22 years old and he would be doing the same back in the center back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, uh, I've been saying, I was saying it for four years before we signed him every year. And I was like, we should go with Lacazette. I'm like, nah, the guy's got no burst. No PMP at all, man. He's doing he's doing the right at Leon now, don't he? He's, he's, to be honest, I might have to take back what I said about Bro, Leon it's mad. difficult to score. He's lost weight, grown his hair back, and he started scoring again. I can't believe it. Bro. He's going back to his roots, bro. Yeah, honestly. Anyway, uh, yeah, cool. We'll leave it there. Good pod, guys. Um, went on for a little bit longer than we had expected, but yeah, you know, thanks for all the questions. We appreciate them. Sean, Dr. Lee. I'll leave you guys to enjoy the rest of your evening and um, hopefully we'll be back with a patron piece after we uh, we beat Brentford, man. Where it would be, uh, what, seven wins? No, six wins from seven, would that be? Yeah, if six wins from seven if we win. Yeah. All right, then, lads. Take it easy. Cool. Peace. Peace. It's got to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Sports Social Podcast Network.